Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello! You are listening to We Play RPGs, the first and only news podcast. I am your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. Here with other. You threw me off there. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and Margaret's here to tell you what the weather is. Bitch, Flint's already here for that. She's <laughs> my buddy. Leave her alone. <laughs> You're co weather people. One tells the weather, the other one tells the more fun weather. <laughs> weather is swords falling from the sky. Yeah, with a chance of stabbing. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode has been brought to you by me completely lifting the first and only news podcast from even more news. It is a very delightful podcast. I enjoy listening to it so I can keep up with the horror show that is U.S. news, mostly. Uh, (laughs) It makes people sad. Yeah. Remember, just because you are American means you probably should American. Yeah. Yep. American, not American should. But we are also brought to you by Metallic Dice Games, and they're beautiful, beautiful dice. I know that Ashley ordered, as at time of recording, ordered some of their gemstone dice. Mm-hmm. To one of them is like a. I don't remember the stone. It was like a reddish. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it was like a reddish tone with these like pink. Like it, it's it's not a clear stone, but it still has these like pink cloudiness to it. And they have gold letters on them. Mm-hmm. And then there's the blue set, and that's more like that's stone, but it doesn't really have marbling in it. They're very pretty, though. They were like called cat's eyes or something crazy. Yeah, like. those ones were a little bit translucent i think oh neat and i have a set of the amethyst dice on the way at time of recording but i also have two sets of their purple and gold so they're metal dice with gold edges and numbers and purple enamel and they are so pretty and it it costs a little bit more but i highly suggest getting either the gemstone dice or the metal dice because there is a weight to these dice that is so satisfying and you can get 10% off of your order with using our code, play it forward. Uh, so keep that in mind, Jason. Yes, you should also get the gemstone, the uh, birthstone dice, because they have big oh, ones yeah. for the birthstones. Yeah, they're uh, zircon. Yeah. Stone. Yeah, they're zircon stone, but they've been colored to look like gemstones. Mm-hmm. So I hate all of them. Because I'm going to become a dice goblin. That's okay. All right, I'm going to do a quick PSA for our listeners. If you play D and D, 
you are going to become a dice goblin. Our last episode, you guys had just finished killing some trolls and an invisible stalker, and it was rough. I don't I have level 2 or level 4 spells anymore. I have no more bardic inspiration, and I almost died. It was yeah. rough. I, I have, have no spells, have no no acid breath, and I'm very close to death. Margo's out of challenges, Flint is out of spells. You guys... We're in a hard spot. You're in a hard spot. Yep. Things are not gonna go well for us at this rate. What are my... Fuck! Fuck those <laughs> Yep. Did you guys want to take a short rest? Um, yes. I would appreciate yes, it. Yes, please. Alright. So, uh, go ahead and roll however many hit dice you want to roll. Now, educate me again on the hit dice stuff, because I've sure. only done, like, one rest. Yeah. So, you'll see underneath where your hit points are, and kind of around where your death saving throws are, hit dice. Yeah, I see those. Mm-hmm. So, you mark how many you're using. You know, I think there's like a little up and down arrow. And then you uh, click the actual hit dice number. And that is how many hit points you recover. Okay. So how often do you use hit dice? Is it situation? Short rest. I just wanted to be sure. Mm -hmm. There are some variant rules that we're not using. But base rules, it's just during a short rest. And you recover them after a long rest. Well, bad news, I don't get any of my bardic inspiration back, but I do get Versa Power back. That's true. Hooray! And Flint now has his spell slots. So we can act as the as the heal bot, if needed, temporarily. <laughs> Wait, Jerry, doesn't your uh, Versa Power require you to have bardic inspiration? Or well, do the you... Good news is, the good news is, if that's true, I have Versa Power, I just can't use it. <laughs> Uh, let me look. Oh, uh, let's see. Verse of power. Ah, no, I was wrong. You were right. You just can't modify your verse of power until you get your bardic inspiration back. That is, that part is correct. All right. Is everybody ready to continue? Yes. Yep. All right. So just move to whatever room with books you want to move into to investigate. Didn't that alcove with the treant have a bunch of books in it? Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Let's, let's try there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we looked there yet. Nope. We haven't. We were distracted by the treant. That is true. That it's something worth being distracted by. God, I love this blue glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy with how Roll Twenty is, is doing stuff like that, and I like that Roscoe's stuff makes it gray. Where are you, Margo? I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were hanging out in that room. All right. No, you're. you're oh, no. Do you remember where you fought the treant? <laughs> That's where you're going. I remember because I oh, okay. suspected things were going to be problems. <laughs> Let's go deal with this. All right. Place yourselves wherever in this ring of of bookshelves you want to be, and then so. Either you guys can roll investigation separately, or you can just help one person and give them advantage. I will roll investigation separately. Okay. I'm just going to give you advantage. 
Well, here's the thing. Flint and Roscoe can roll separately, and then the two of you can help Flint and Roscoe. I will help Flint get advantage. Hooray! Roscoe! Can we have someone not named Margot help? Just kidding. (laughs) Damn! Okay! Hey, Margot can read. Yes, Margot also will pick the shiniest book and just assume that's the correct one. Yep. Oh, boy. Not wrong. Well, Flint's got a 13, which is balls. Mm Mm-hmm. What does Margo's help give me? Well, you already rolled advantage. You got a 22. No. 22. Oh, you rolled with disadvantage at first, sorry. That's why he gets a 22. Yes. You know what? Because you guys have been moving around a lot, and that has adjusted my stuff, Jerry, I'm sorry, Roscoe, you find a book that is titled The History of the Mana Stone. Ooh. That was what we were looking for, right? Well, Flint, I assume that you told everybody that you need to find something related to the Mana Stone. Because you were able to say that, you're just not able to say why, like, how you know that. Yeah, I would have, uh, actually, I imagine it was like this. So, like, okay, what do we need to find? We need to find a book on the Mana Stone. Like, wait, wait, that's incredibly specific. Why do you know that? Like, don't worry about it. (laughs) How do you know that? Well, alright, so a... told me about it and it and the mana stone is what the thieves are after <laughs> you, you'll get the rest of that sentence later and you guys are gonna hate me for it margo good sirs and margo i found a book on the mana stone now who would like to roll either religion or history to see what you know about the mana stone i will roll history yeah, I'm not good at either of those. What was the other one? It was history and what? Religion. One. Oh, one. yeah. No. Uh, doesn't know anything about either one. Okay. Did Rovarth want to roll, or are you good? For history, I'll try. Okay. I mean, you don't have to. I was just curious. I don't think I have much. 18. All right. Well, so, with an 18, you know that the Mana Stone is an artifact. It is an incredibly powerful orb, spell foci, and it has a relation to the human god goddess of deals and betrayal, Mena, but you don't really know why. You don't know the full story behind it. Roscoe, with a 21, you know that Mena gained divinity by murdering a wizard on the behest of Bahayar, the god of darkness. However, before Bahayar could collect this soul, Mena trapped it in an orb to spite him. And the orb is said to be sentient, because it does contain the soul of this powerful wizard, which is also part of why it's such a powerful artifact. Oh my. However, the stone wants to be released. The soul inside of it wants to be released, so it fights to stay out of Mena's hands. I gotcha. Which, shit. which again, according to legend, also means that whoever has it is targeted. Okay. Roscoe, from his depths of knowledge, relays this information of what he knows about the Mana Stone. Like, he's like, oh, I now recall where I heard about this. <laughs> you know, and then begins to explain. 
I imagine he gets really, really excited, which is kind of adorable, but it's also one of those things where it's like, cool, can well, on now? Especially because until this moment, Roscoe probably didn't think the Man of Stone was real. Yeah, so Roscoe, like, it's one of those, he knows what, he's cautious, he's now a little cautious because he knows what they're dealing with, but he's like, oh my gosh, the legends are true. And now he's kind of had that giddy that he's about to possibly come across something that no one, that most people just thinks is legend. <laughs> he's nerd gagging. He is he's legend. Nerding. He's nerding out right now. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just kind of looking at this from the corner and going like, is this, is this what I get like when I, when I discover something? So, Roscoe, you haven't opened this book yet. Just just said I found it. Mm-hmm. And Margo, your wisdom is high enough for this. You know that pretty much every book in this library is magic. And the last few times you guys opened a book, it was a trap. Yep. So you figure maybe you guys should rest up. Like, just hang out for the next 16 hours. Un- until you are healed up before you open that book because you have no idea what's going to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, look, before we go opening this book, we just killed a bunch of stuff. Can we sleep? Please. I would like to second this option because yes. I'm very squishy and also these hooves are starting to my hooves are starting to get all weird. I don't like them. Well, the very fact, um, fact that you said hooves is already weird, to be honest. Whatever, like, I kind of looked up on my feet, that's like some weird goat foot, and like, listen, these are weird. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't blame you, good sir. So, with a long rest, does that mean we get our hit points back? You get all of your hit points back. Mm-hmm. You get all of your hit dice back. Okay. Roscoe gets all of his spells back. You get all of your challenges back. It does mean you guys have to just kind of occupy yourselves for the next mm, 18 hours or mm, yeah, yeah, about 18 hours because you already took a long rest pretty recently. It's been 18 hours doing nothing. Yeah. And then we're going to sleep. So you, you, you can't benefit from a long rest twice in the same 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. We're not tired, but we need to wait. Yes. Oh, okay. Good way of putting it. I have a book on some of the stuff I'm trying to learn. So I'm going to read my book on, uh, I believe it was, it was Herbalist's Kits. Whatever. I'm going to read a book on that. Alright. Flint's trying to teach, trying to force himself to learn Dorvish because he's pissed off that he can't, he can't understand it. Margo's just practicing with her sword by herself. Just like, Stabbing outward and doing weird stuff. I love it. She's adorable. Making sounds as she does it. <laughs> I imagine after a while, she gets really bored and just starts making, like, she just starts dancing with it, making something like that. Just real adorable. I love her. She's just going to come over to Roboth when she's done and just sit in his lap. That's what's going to happen. So, do you guys want to know? What one of the random summoned monsters you guys didn't get? Sure. The entire bookshelf is actually a mimic. <sighs> That's really cool. <laughs> I hate it. Yep. As I yeah. think it's funny. It's cool, but I hate it. Also, I I play my loot. 
yay! I like this. Yeah, I think it's it's funny. You guys never really get to hear Roscoe practice. That is true. I don't think Karim's aware that Roscoe could play an instrument. Also, just for the fun of it, I made a performance check of 20. It's real good. I'm going to stop reading and watch Roscoe play this instrument. I like to imagine that Roscoe, like, has closed his eyes. Well, like, he starts and he's just, like, plucking some strings kind of absentmindedly. And then he closes his eyes and it becomes an actual song. And, you know, because he is an orator and not a singer, he, he speaks the words to this poem. And fact, even without singing it, it becomes a song because of the music behind it. In fact, just for flavor, it's a poem about the Marina Stone. Amazing. All right. So you guys have rested up. Are you ready to open that book? As ready as I think we're going to be. Yep. Are you ready, good sirs and Margo, for the book to be open? Brace yourself, Stan. All right. I take a deep breath, shrug my shoulders. I open the book. All right. You open the book, and all of you are kind of like huddled around looking over Roscoe's shoulders. And, you know, you're all, it looks like a regular book. And then pretty much what happens is you just blink regularly because you're creatures with eyelids, and you're in a different place. Don't you be making assumptions about me. And actually, un momento, I'm going to put your new tokens down so you get your your, uh, fancy stuff. Did you make the new stuff? Yeah, I, I made the adjusted uh, Dark Vision, the permanent token. I like it. Uh, and? The is Lolo. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Now, what I believe all of you can see is a teleportation circle right here in the center of this gigantic room. It's actually large enough that I think... Rovarth is the only one who can see to the other end of the room. Correct. And you guys see there is a kobold right here working on this circle. There is what appears to be an undead hobgoblin right here. And of course, our uh, favorite nemesis, Milma the Betrayer. That's my earlier exclamation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. I get, I get to, like, fry a bitch. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Once you see the betrayal of Rovarf, not Rovarf, why am I Rovarf? Roscoe's demeanor changes completely. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Rovarf's demeanor changes completely as well. And for Margot, this is the first time you have seen their demeanor change like this. Yeah. And what happens? is you guys show up, Melma flares her wings. Now, Margo, since this is the first time you have seen Melma, she is a gold dragonborn. So she has this flowing mane that's actually made out of feathers. That's cool. Uh, she has these large dragon wings and black chainmail. Very cool. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It is black plate mail. And while I am going to bring up the turn counter, we are not quite rolling initiative. She says, huh, you again. And this hobgoblin says, 
sees Rovarth, points directly at him, and says, You! What? You murdered me! What? I ran away, and you killed me! Now we get to find out if Jason the player remembers this hobgoblin. I vaguely re- Wait a second, was this- Oh, I remember now. <laughs> it's the hobgoblin you killed in the very first adventure. In the dark, in the dark he ran away, and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm a badass. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> he came back as a revenant. Uh-oh. This decision has come to bite us back in the ass. So, to be, to be fair, Hunter was doing the same thing. I just kind of fed off of that energy. <laughs> yeah, fed off of uh, Yigris's energy. It is now time for initiative. Hey, I never said Robarth was a good person. That's true. Because he isn't. <laughs> but I got a 17. I mean, you got a point here. Like, I had imagine Flint's not a particularly good person, but at the same time, it's like... Honestly, no. Flint's a pretty good person. Flint's a good person. R- Robarth uh, is... He just makes bad decisions. Robarth is lawful neutral. He is not good. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, did you remember to have Roscoe highlighted? I didn't remember. Hang on. Six. What did Flint and Rovarth get? There we go. Uh, Rovarth got a 17. Right. Rovarth Flint. Alright. So you, let's go ahead and do the app business. Which means, as uh, this revenant pulls a scimitar from his belt, the kobold appears to not do much of anything, continues to be focused on what they're doing, and Melma pulls a nasty-looking black mace from her belt. It is Margot's turn. I'm gonna run up. Uh, is it six squares, right? That is as far as you can move. Actually, hold on. I can make this a little bit easier. Right, right here, is that what you... Hold on. I said I can make this easier. If you... Okay. Just give me a minute. God. Back. God. All right. There we go. Okay. There you go. Now it's easier to see the grid. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, for whatever reason, whoever designed this particular map, I blew it up to the size that they said to, and the tiles on the stone do not line up with the grid, and it bothers me. <laughs> There. Yeah, you can move six squares without having to double move. I'm gonna move there. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I wanna use my short bow. And I wanna try and shoot her. This this mm-hmm. Okay. Seventeen? Uh seventeen does not hit. You fire and it glances off of the uh her what is it called? A pauldron, the shoulder armor? Yeah. Yeah. Glances off of her pauldron. Can I do I get a second move when I'm not using my brilliant sword or Okay, the sword has nothing to do with the amount of attacks you get. Oh, okay. That's that has to do with my Your class. Your class determines how many attacks you get. Yeah. Because you the took weapon you're using reloads quick enough that you can do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, if you were using like a large crossbow, which I don't think Margu can even use, uh you no. wouldn't be able to take two attacks. Yeah, well, she got a 10, so that didn't do anything. Yeah, that one just fires wild. Yep. Anything else you want to do? No, that's it. Okay. Flint, it's your turn. 
Right, so I'm going to pull kind of a dick move. I'm going to move up to here. Then I'm going to cast Heat Metal on Melma's armor. Okay, can you bring that up in the chat window so I can, so we, we know, uh... I'm going to give you a virtual high five. Yeah, because that's real smart. Nice. Actually, you know what? Mm, no, I want to see what the spell says. If you click the speech bubble on your spell list, it brings it up in the chat. Okay, cool. Thank you. Kalima. Okay, so she has to make a constitution saving throw. Presumably for half damage? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, see, that's well, real. yeah, it's, it's kind of a question of does it or does it not? Not a uh, pretty much. Choose a manufactured metal object such as a metal weapon or a suit of heavy or medium metal armor that you can see within range. Do, do, do. Any creature in physical contact takes fire damage until the spell ends. It is a concentration spell that lasts up to one minute, so if you cast another concentration spell, it will end. It must succeed on a concentration... Let's see. If the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, they must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object. If it doesn't drop, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Okay, so it only... Well, they just keep taking damage. Uh, she will be fucked, because according to this... Uh, yeah. She just takes that damage, that fire damage, and as long as you're concentrating on the spell for the next minute, she's just gonna keep fucking uh, doing that. <laughs> Flint has to do it as a bonus action. Uh, well, yeah, pretty much, but that's what I'm planning yeah, to do. As long as, as long as Flint uses it as a bonus action, then yeah. Okay, so how much damage yeah. is that, Flint? Uh, ten total, which is kind of sad, but hey. Okay, so five damage. She's a gold dragonborn. Okay, still, that's damage. damage oh, yeah, damage. damage is damage. Anything else? Hmm, I don't imagine I can use this bonus action to do that again. No. Okay, in that turn. case, yeah, I'm just gonna do 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 do. Rivarth's turn. Okay. I'm going to look at the hobgoblin remnant mm -hmm. and go, people die. <laughs> yeah, you kind of shot him in the back, buddy. And then I'm gonna look. Hey, it happens. But then I'm gonna look at Noma. We're gonna be like, and he's not the only one with new tricks. As I pulled out my dragon slaying longsword, and then oh, I cast, and then through the longsword, I cast Eldritch Blast. Now your foci is an orb, correct? Yeah, but like I have the orb in one hand and I have the long sword in the other hand. Okay, I'm just gonna like. Well, what I'm saying is, like thematically, that's what you do, but it's not going to do extra damage. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I know that. I'm gonna put the orb and the sword together, and then I just want to look cool. Oh yeah, no, I imagine that the energy builds up in the orb, and then we see it travel through your body into the sword, and you know, shoot out at her. I'm just trying to close the distance and deal damage while yeah. I do so. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. So, there's an 18 hitter. An 18 does hit. Okay, 13 force damage. Mm-hmm, okay. And 11 misses. Yes, it does. That is, I'm going to dodge, and that's my turn. Okay, it is now her turn. And Melma is pretty pissed off. Oh, she has to make a constitution save versus your spell DC. Uh, what is your spell DC? 14. 
All right. She rolled a 15, so just barely. Uh, so she, I think she still takes damage. I mean, I imagine so. Like, she would have to physically take it well, off the it's, body. Well, it's not, it's about the spell, not the physics. It's dumb. Till the spell yeah, ends, yeah. you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to call. Oh, okay. No, it's when you do it. So she neither makes a constitution save, nor does she take damage on her turns. It's on your turns. <laughs> but what she does is point at Flint, and she casts Bestow Curse. Oh. What's that? Shit. Evil cleric. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Hope he just chirped and disapproval. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, man, I'm bullshit at 15. 15 is enough. Yes! You are not cursed. Ha. Uh, I've already been cursed once, bitch! <laughs> you're not cursed right now. <laughs> Listen, just just roll with it. <laughs> All right. And it is now the Hobgoblin's turn, who moves up to Rovarth Mm -hmm. and says, since you don't fucking care, my name is Arno. And nah, right now he's just going to make two attacks with his uh, scimitar. Okay. Uh, The first one misses most definitely. And whoop, that was the wrong button. And the second one. Oh, that's a 20 to hit? Yep. Alright. That will deal 30 slashing damage. Holy shit. Oh god. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. 30 slashing damage. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, like half my health. Well, you are the target of its vengeance. Yeah. I didn't realize how main reference were. They're fucking dope. And now, it is the kobold's turn. The kobold takes a moment and casts greater invisibility on itself. I don't like that. So it just disappears. Kobold went poof. Yep. There we go. Roscoe. Not just invisibility. Beat again. I'll do that later. Um... Okay, I'm going to start moving up mm-hmm. to get closer to things. And I'm just going to say, this is our second meeting, Betrayer. Let me assure you, you will not live to see a third. For this will be the end of our dealings. Vicious mockery. All right. Let's see what she manages on her wisdom save. She rolled a 23. She does not even look at you. That's fine. My last, and then as my bonus action, I just look at Rovoff and go, you killed this bastard once. Kill him again. Bardic inspiration. Nice. Okay. I just imagine doing this while you're standing, just like kind of standing at attention. It is now. With attention to the Yeah. It is now Margot's turn. I'm going to come up to this, this bitch. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm so terrified. That's fair. I'm going to try and challenge her first. Okay. So she needs to make a uh, make another wisdom saving throw. 
What is her DC? DC 14 was the safe 14. Throw. She got a 21. Oh. She's such bullshit. I enjoyed her as a villain, but she... She's a cleric. Wisdom saves are her thing. I hate it. I'm stab her. I got a 28. That fucking hits. 13 damage. That fucking hurts. Uh, and then I'm gonna stab her again. Damn it. 10. So that doesn't hit. A natural one. That is definitely a failure. Oh, yep. Flint! I do the heat. I. Okay, first. Hmm. Okay, give me a second. I am. I am trying to gather my words. Okay. Yeah, then, um. I imagine, like, Flint. Without thinking about it, just casts a firebolt at the at the revenant. Okay. Firebolt. It was a twenty-four to hit. Yeah, but yeah, so twenty-four hits for how much damage? Sixteen. Sixteen. Let me double and check it, something yeah. real quick. Okay. Yeah, sixteen full damage. He's also very on fire. He is. Uh, he's probably just going to ignore that for a little while. So Melma needs to make a constitution save, or... So you you need to click on your heat metal again, so that it will roll damage. Oh god, that's 20 total this time. And she got a 1 on her yeah. constitution save, so not only does she take 10 fire damage, but she has disadvantage on her next attack roll. Dope. Yeah. Ah, oh, she's almost dead. Cool. Rovarth. Alright, I'm trying to figure out how rules work. Uh, because what I would like to do is Dimension Door right behind Melma. That's what I would like to do. Well, let's see what the actual phrasing of Dimension Door says. But I don't want to provoke an attack of opportunity. My other question would be how high the ceiling is here. Ceiling's about 30 feet. So not, not as high for what I want to do. Let's see. Teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot within range. Yeah. A, a teleport does not provoke an attack of opportunity. It's way too sudden. Then I will look at this guy, Arno, and mm-hmm. I will say, Arno, you're not with my time. Not when she's in the room. And I'll teleport right behind her. All right. And that's my Damn. turn. All right. I'll actually dodge his bonus action because I can do that. All right. It is now her turn, and she's actually hurt pretty bad. So she's going to go ahead and heal herself up. She actually, she actually has disadvantage on uh, ability rolls, too. Okay, but this isn't an ability roll. Alright. Yeah. Oh, good okay. for her. She heals up for that is thirteen plus nineteen is thirty-one damage. She had to what burn in a fourth level spell slot. This bitch. But she's doing a lot better. Mm. And it is now Arno's well, turn. Fast. And Arno moves right here and mm-hmm. says, I will be worth your time. Oh yeah, he also has to regenerate. I, uh, I know, but Flint did. Oh. So even as he's on fire, he just sort of ignores it as some of the burns heal even as he's burning. Uh, let me click on disadvantage. And he... Mm, man, he only gets the one action. Nah, he made a deal. He is going to use his vengeful glare on Margot. What does that mean? It means you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Sounds bad. 14? That is a failure. 
You are paralyzed until the Revenant deals damage to you. Uh, or until the end of its next turn. Now, there's further stuff. Oh god. When the paralysis ends, you are frightened of the Revenant for one minute. Uh-huh. A, the frightened target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns with disadvantage if it can see the Revenant ending the frightened condition on itself on a success. So, frightened means, more specifically, because it is different with different creatures, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is within line of sight, and you can't willingly move closer. You don't have to run away, but you can choose to. Worst ever. So this, this creature meets your eyes, and you are paralyzed with fear. Oh. And then... I don't like these words you say, because I don't know what they mean. I'm afraid. Well, so the fun thing about greater invisibility is that you're invisible until you cast another concentration spell. So this kobold wizard throws down a fireball centered right there, which means Roscoe, Flint, and Margot. well, not Margot. Margot immediately fails. But Roscoe and Flint, yes, Roscoe and Flint need to make dexterity saving throws. 23! Whoop, that's the wrong character. I guarantee you that those succeed. Yeah. Bad. The damage is 31 fire damage. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Also, just for funsies. I'm going to add a couple things to the map here. While I'm doing that, Roscoe, it is your turn. Um, I take half. Yes. If you save, you take half. Awesome. Real quick, what happened to Margot? Is she frightened? She is paralyzed with fear. Her current, she... her current status is paralysis. Yes. She is currently <laughs> paralyzed. Okay, I just need to know because what I was going to do won't help then. Never mind what I'm going to do then. All right. So what do you do? Good question. Um, let me think a moment. I'm a, I'm gonna move up. Okay. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna get Margo. I'm gonna cure Margo. Cure wounds. Yes. Okay. Thank you. For how much? Thirteen. I decided to add a couple on fire books that fell off the shelves. I like it. <laughs> nice. All right, Margo. It is your turn. You are paralyzed. You don't get a turn. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I can't do anything, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sad day. Flint, it is your turn. I was like, oh, you bitch. What I'm gonna do is, once again, firebolt the revenant, then uh, use bonus action to cast heat to, uh, you know, do more damage on Melmuch, or whatever the hell you pronounce your name. Melma. Like Velma, but with yeah. an M. Melma. That makes sense. Okay. Jesus, why was that so hard for me to figure out? Alright. Oh man, that was a 10 for the fireball, so I imagine that doesn't it. It does not. And how much damage would Melma take? 12 total if uh, she, you know. She succeeds. She got a 21 constitution save. Okay, so she doesn't take that. Nope. Anything else? No, I can't really do anything. No one's... Oh, no, I could use a 
reaction, I probably should have taken this earlier, reaction cast Hellshoe Rebuke on the wizard, because I don't know what no, he is. No, you cannot, because you have to do that when you take damage. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can't really do anything yeah. then. I'm just going to uh, stay where I am. And even as a kind and benevolent DM, the spell is very clear. Yeah, no, that's no, that's totally fair. Like, these uh, are the rules. But it is and now Rovarth's turn. What level bardic inspiration are you now? Oh, Jerry. I think it's still a D8. D8? Okay. I'm going to swing Cracked. my longsword at Melma, and I will spend that, because I'm not going to let this miss. All right. Fuck. Misses anyway. 16. Yeah, 16 misses. That's such bullshit. That's what plate mail is, man. You liked it plenty when it was fucking Also, Emmett. I rolled a three. It's, it's totally fair if I rolled a three. Yeah, but it is now yeah, her turn. I think it's cool. I just think it's also bullshit well. to play against. <laughs> yeah. Well, so basically what's happening is you guys are playing, are fighting a party of evil adventurers. Nice. This is actually... I'll be honest with you, I'm having a lot of fun right now. I just think she's a bitch. Oh no, that's fair. Uh, did you want to do anything with your bonus action, uh, Rovarth? Yes, definitely dodge. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the conversation. No, that's fine. She turns around, and she is... Oh man, she has burned some spells. Oh, no, she's going to burn that one. She's going to go ahead and swing her mace at you, Rovarth. Mm-hmm. With disadvantage, you dodged. Yeah. All right, let me re- click that on. Yeah, she misses. She brings her mace down on you, and you uh, deflect it with your sword. <sighs> and Arno is now focused on you. All right, well, I remembered I have a thing, so... <laughs> <laughs> he swings his scimitar. Oh, yeah, he is still on fire, so he only regenerates seven hit points. He swings his scimitar. An eight definitely does not hit you. What about a... Oh my god, natural 20. Yeah. I'm on half the damage, whatever it is. Alright, well... Hmm, let's see. 25 plus 27. Well... Is... 52 slashing damage. Have would be 26. Yes. Okay. All right. Move real quick. Arno is done with his turn, and the Cobalt spellcaster. Oh boy. Oh jeez. I'm on oh, the brink. Geez. Oh jeez. He casts magic missile at Flint. Oh, cool. That's Fuck a him. fun spell. I actually really enjoy that spell. I just, I'm just like, oh, you. <laughs> yep. I am so glad you're on casting a lightning bolt and frying this guy. Alright. He deals 15 force damage. Cool. Can I use Hellish Rebuke as a reaction? As long as it does not require that you can see your opponent. Yeah, no, that's fair. I should look that up. Ah, damn. Yeah, I can't use that. It's okay, though. This means I know for future reference. Uh... Reference. Reference. Whatever. I can't pronounce the word. Yeah. Reference. Refer. I mean, I think both are technically correct, but it is well, now... for it. <laughs> it is now Roscoe's turn. First bonus action, the healing word, Rovarth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should mention that Margot is now 
frightened. Oh, That's just straight up, just, just straight up frightened. Yes. Okay. Well, first I'm going to healing word Rovarf. Okay. Give you some healing points back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please, please do. Take nine. Okay. And I cast, and I touch Margot and cast Heroism. She's immune to being frightened. You cannot cast two level one or higher spells in the same turn. I hate that rule, but moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it as a spellcaster, whenever I've played them, hate it. As a GM, really does balance my game out. <laughs> Fuck the rules! Fuck your rules! Now, you can still do cantrips. So, like, if you wanted to viciously mock Arno or Melma, you could do that. No, I'm just going to move here, burst of power, spend a bardic inspiration to make it a straight line. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. I love Save it. Save my bacon, <laughs> young man. <laughs> I freaking love your old man accent. <laughs> I've never heard it. I love it, though. So... Strength save, DC 15, 8 thunder. Alright. So, the Revenant got a 22, but Melima only got a 14. Or, no, I'm sorry, she got a 15. So, they do take half damage. It's something, but I'm disappointed. I just feel like I've been very ineffective lately. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you want, you can just focus on healing spells and buff spells, you know? Well, either way, that's my turn. Okay. I'm going to put it out as out of character. Both me and Margo can do a lot of damage to Melma if we can hit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If the Revenant doesn't kill me. Yeah. But speaking of the Revenant killing you, this episode is over. No! You guys, uh, you guys got some, some Soshmeeds? Again, hate that you said the way you said that. Oh yes, I have a twi- a Twitter, a- an Instagram, and a-, a TikTok. All are elvenly underscore e. I'm gonna let you figure out which e's are capitalized because I give up. Have a good day and stay away from revenants. They're not good news. Well, on that note, revenants can be your friend if they're on your side. Just don't, you know, make one by stabbing someone in the back while they're running away. That being said, I have a YouTube channel which is uh, Arisil Prime E R A. S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I play various RPGs, and uh, only one of them right now is giving me the same amount of terror that playing this game is, so uh, go check it out. I mean, honestly, Reverend Ants are okay, but I prefer Reverend Uncles. But anyway, um, I'm, <laughs> I got one laugh, I'll take it. Kind of like how Rovar's taking all that damage. But anyway, um, I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, and I'm on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. I post a bunch of various things. It's cute. It's funny. It's bad jokes. You'll have fun. Join me. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at AmCosplayClean. Not creating revenants. At least not right now. Maybe in the future. And I have been your host, Eli. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Royal Artisan Props. And I have almost definitely created revenants from the vengeful spirits of the uh, many, many, many enemies I have slain in battle. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.